0: In the town of Harmony, something unexplainable Love is happening. Come here, you better check this out! What is it? This January... Run! Prepare to witness... What do you want? The most frightening 3D motion picture event to tear through the screen. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remakes. This is episode 335. I'm Mark. He's Mike. I am Mike. You are Mark. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome, welcome back for another edition of Guide to Sequel Remakes, the podcast where we watch sequels and remakes and tell you if they're good or not yeah know, uh, like a
1: npr kind of softer tone but maybe this yeah is, maybe this
0: is our new way of going
1: in 2021 i'm really li- i'm really liking this tone and maybe we yeah. can even transition to a call-in show
0: can we maybe tap, tap into the asmr market i don't know the acronym but yes oh, oh i don't know what it stands for either but that's the thing where like people like whisper or like they eat like really close to the. i i don't understand it but like people talk or they uh uh, eat or they do stuff really close to the microphone and then uh so for some people it causes like a uh like a reaction like it's a, like it's a good feel i don't know i don't sounds like
1: a really fucked up fetish
0: yeah I, I, <laughs> I, when you hear about it you're like oh yeah no just when you hear people whisper it's like okay so this is like this is like a kink then huh? i was like no, no no it's a psychological it's, it's a neuro you know i was like uh yeah okay i know what you're doing to those podcasts
1: I I just put ASMR into um, YouTube. Uh-huh. wow, wow! Is the first thing someone eating. I feel like well, something well. First off, there people is people just an unbelievable amount.
0: Yeah, it's it's like a thing.
1: And oh man, people get the tingles. Smoking a cig- ASMR, smoking a cigar. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's some. Uh, there's some weird stuff and and most of these channels uh at least the first 5 all look like they're probably porn stars uh saying things yeah. well, mostly So
0: ASMR it does stand for autonomous sensory meridian response so you know take that for what it means and uh yeah you know um you know we don't kink shame on this show and uh if no. uh on YouTube, it looks like you know it's a it's, uh, it's a certain type of woman that does this. Maybe it's time for uh, two middle-aged uh, cis white men to tap into that market.
1: I, first off, I like that we don't kink shame, because <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no. do what you do, you know. Like, hey, between uh, two consenting adults, you, you go ahead and let it fly. And if uh, Mike and I can uh, make some money off this, then we absolutely support it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's okay. So before we move on from ASMR, yeah, I'll briefly, I'll briefly say that I've recently been getting into the RC car uh, hobby. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And do you think I, you're I, gonna go? Uh, it, will that evolve? Do you think, or, or, or do,
0: do you see yourself sometime in the future going helicopter or going boat,
1: or do you I, just I, really exploring? I, I have, the... a, I have a boat. That was okay. actually my first one. And I, I got the boat only just because I thought it'd be fun to take out when we, we got those stand-up paddle boards. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I need an RC boat out here while we're on the river just screwing around or whatever. And so I got the boat, and I've always been interested in RC. And then it just it, it spiraled. It, it just spiraled out of control. I got, like, five RC cars. But I'm mostly into the crawlers, you know, the rock crawlers, so real okay. slow. And so, yeah. like, I was... I, I went to YouTube and I, I put an ASMR and you know, with their algorithms, they know I've been watching a lot of RC videos on YouTube.
0: Oh Okay. And yeah.
1: so one of the top returns is an RC truck ASMR. And I bet that sounds awesome because it's just a truck driving around on gravel and grass and leaves and stuff. And I, I bet that sounds cool. Just listening, just listening to it. I'm not going to. I'm just saying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh... there,
1: other than that, it's a lot of, like, ASMR, what males want to hear, and stuff like that, which is interesting that it, the algorithm decided that's what I want to hear, because I don't uh, watch anything else like that. So. <laughs>
0: you know, it's funny. <laughs> so I I, type, I wondered about maybe maybe there is something to, to the algorithm. So I, was, I type in ASMR. First three, some very attractive ladies, it says ASMR, four-man apartment tour, but then the fourth one down, ASMR, hot towel, wet shave, uh, relaxing experience, old-school barbershop, and I do watch a lot of, like, beard-trimming, haircut things on uh, on YouTube, so... So it knows, your,
1: know to... it knows you're a male.
0: That's true, it does know I'm a At man, least. and... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean it's ASMRs, you know. So it's like like three videos in a row of like uh, of a woman, and then after that, then it's uh, ASMR. How to get Brad Pitt's Fury hairstyle? You know, <laughs> not for me. I'm not looking for an undercut, but okay. Uh, and then you know so, some more attractive women, then ASMR of the sounds of a beard trim.
1: Oh man, you know, to each his own, I guess.
0: Yeah, I I thought it for me it would have been asmr and then eating because i do watch a lot of like cooking things but
1: right asmr uh uh chicken wings on the grill or something yeah 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 (laughs) well Uh,
0: outside of uh you know later we'll explore this asmr uh see what it's all about but uh till then uh what do you what have what have you been actually watching
1: Oh gosh, I got a got a few movies, in. not a not a ton here. Um let's see. Uh watched uh or I should say rewatched Knives Out. Mm. Um just I mean, that's just a fun one. It'd been a while and I, I know you recently watched it. And we we're just Yeah, we did that something. over over Christmas. Gosh, it's it's just good. It's a good movie yeah um,
0: good you've done it and then once you kind of know who done it it's still just like the, the performances are so good and the movie's just so well written and directed that
1: it's just now it's just fun to watch yeah i'm always like i feel like i, I there must be some like east, more easter eggs and stuff i need to catch you know so I'm, I'm, i spent more time watching the peripherals oh uh, and, and I, I i still man there's something with that baseball i need to know more about that baseball yeah <laughs> um and then uh the last noir alley which was a few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago they uh they didn't do one last week because uh valentine he -hmm. screened a movie called the killer that stalked new york and it is a 1950 movie and it's actually a timely thing it's about a pandemic uh the killer that's stalking new york is a smallpox outbreak and it, it's it was kind of fun to watch because it's so timely and it really, uh, you know, you can just relate to it now. And and, and you know, and it's a film noir, you know, there's people doing bad things to other people. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and then it's just like then he got you got, oh, you got the, the killer, which is actually stalking the, the town, which is, you know. this smallpox outbreak and and then this mass vaccination and it's based off a true smallpox outbreak that hit New York City. Um, and they did do this mass vaccination effort. I mean, a mass vaccination effort in the uh, 30s and 40s looked a lot different than it is now, obviously. Um, so that, that was a, a pretty darn cool movie, actually. I, I really enjoyed that.
0: Let me ask you something about noirs. So you watch Noir, Alley, And then we, we're aware of the term. I think we've done a couple neo-noirs which means new noir right new yeah. black for something to be considered neo does it just have to be modern or do you think there's more to that definition
1: you know it's it's interesting because um you know a lot of things with noir is 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 noir a theme or is it a, a style um you know for me it's more of a theme it's you know there's not really a good a good guy Everyone's just trying to get over on everyone else. Um, uh-huh. Lots of bad things happen. Uh, so to me, it's more of a theme. Um, a, a neo-noir, I, you know, I, I kind of wonder if there was a, I, I think there was more of like a time period where the, the noir movement kind of, kind uh, of break. Yeah. yeah. It took a break and then it, it had a rejuvenation, uh, you know, rejuvenated in, in the in the sick you know the the late 60s that's um, how
0: i kind of always looked at the term neo right uh, is yeah like, oh there was noir maybe we went away from noirs and then filmmakers brought it back or paid tribute to it or homage and now so it was a neo-noir i, I just bring it up because i was uh you know for, for today's movie and it's, it's in the show title we we you know we did a slasher and uh, i i read reviews just kind of you know see what other people think and uh one reviewer re- referred to it as a neo slasher and i was like i don't think we need that term
1: yeah i don't think we need that one either uh but you know people just do, like, to it, like, for everything so uh, uh
0: neo comedies you know uh <laughs> moonlight we'll call that we'll, we'll call that a neo drama it's, it's a yeah. new drama that's a new one yeah it's yeah, a, yeah. so uh yeah i was just curious and uh, uh yeah if if maybe you had more insight on on the the term neo but yeah it kind of seems like we're we're in lockstep with that
1: yeah and i yeah that's kind of what i think it is it was kind of a rejuvenization of the of the you know the style and the theme and and um, i do think there is some like stylistic things too a lot of light a lot of dark a lot of contrast Mm. which you can do in color um yeah uh you know and and so i kind of think that's yeah, that low
0: angle I've always uh, associated with with Nars, where where you're looking up at someone's face.
1: Sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. And a lot of uh, a lot of headlight shots on cars. That's usually oh, yeah. a pretty uh, uh, fedoras. Lot, a lot of fedoras. A lot of sweet hats. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh. Yeah. So watched um, a movie. I don't know if this was an HBO Max. Or what? We just found it. Watch it. Called Irresistible. Um, I think
0: that's an HBO Max.
1: Okay. Steve Carell, um, Rose Byrne is in it. Uh, Chris Cooper, I think that's his name. Okay. Um, kind um, of a. If it is poli- Chris
0: Cooper, a very familiar face. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, just a a real kind of a political commentary um uh, i guess maybe a, a you can call it a satire i guess in a way um it's interesting it, it was it was good it was you know not great but you know if you if you're looking for something different to check out and um uh, there's some funny moments and and it's not a terribly long movie uh, 2020 uh, directed by john stewart oh huh.
0: uh, Mr. Daily Show himself.
1: So yeah, yeah, yep, uh, yeah. So I, I enjoyed that one, and, and it's worth checking out. Uh, yeah, that's
0: that's one one I've kind of been on the fringe about. I, I see it every time I log in. I'm like, I might give this
1: a go. Yeah, I was kind of looking for something like lighter and uh, newer when we watched that. So, uh, and then another one that I, I know if you've seen before, uh, we watched 2019's Booksmart okay yeah um had a had a lot of fun it it, it's kind of a uh the the start of that movie is chaotic and to me it just seemed chaotic i was uh, the whole time like what the fuck am i watching finally you figure it out uh it's it's a funny movie it's just kind of like um you know a a gender stereotype breaking kind of thing. Does that make sense? Is that that like what we're trying to do with that movie?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the comparisons were, you know, female super bad and, and, you know, no way was super bad. You know, kind of an original, you know, it's, it's a teen comedy, except now you, you've cast two females in the lead. Um, <clears throat> I remember liking it when I first saw it. I do wonder, you know, I'm older. Obviously, when this movie came out, I'm you a know, man of my 30s. So uh, I remember liking it. I don't, you know, it's not when I was like, oh, I need to watch that again. As I kind of don't watch as many more, as I don't rewatch comedies. But I do wonder if, like, how this was perceived by like, a younger, you know, w- when we got super bad in college. And it's like, oh, yeah. you know, I've seen super bad, you know, a dozen times just because, you know, there's something to throw on. I, I do wonder... Was Booksmart that because you don't see a lot of oh maybe I just don't pay attention to as many like theatrical released teen comedies coming out but
1: uh, yeah. I liked it yeah and you know I I think it probably did uh, go over well with the with the younger crowd yeah um, yeah it, it was it was good and I and I enjoyed the take on it I I you know even not only is it like you know breaking this you know the the, the, the classic male role of, of the teen movie, mm-hmm. um, but you know we're they're breaking stereotypes all over with 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 you know you got you know your jock and you got your your class slut you know these kind of things and um I I think uh, they did real real good job with that you know like uh and it's a pretty I think a po- it sends a pretty positive message you know but like you know people are who they are and doesn't mean they're less than you
0: <laughs> yeah I I did like that part you know there, there's there's a scene uh. You know, Beanie Feldstein, is the beginning of the movie. It's just, you know, we, we know that, uh, uh, or anybody familiar with the movie, you know, there, there's some sort of inciting incident. Now these two girls need to go kind of have this crazy party night. But uh, Beanie Feldstein gives this uh, big speech in the bathroom about how, like, she's worked harder than everyone else. And that's why she's going to an Ivy League school. And then it turned out so was everybody else. Yeah. Yep. Every, it's like, yeah, else they're, was they're jocks. They're, they're, you know, perceived, you know, party people. But, uh, yeah, they also get into Ivy League schools.
1: Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed that, and then um watched uh I don't know if it's an indie movie or something um I watched a 2020 movie called The Silencing. I found it on Amazon. Oh, and I bet, is
0: that is that Vigo Mortensen on the cover?
1: No, it's it's Nikolaj coster Ah uh, yes, HBO's Vigo Mortensen. Yeah, HBO's Viggo Mortensen, and it's kind of funny okay. that I I I think I like him.
0: He looks like um, a hunter of some sort on on, on the cover, right? Or the yeah. So
1: yeah. So the premise is he, he's like a hunter. Um. His, his daughter disappeared. and It's kind of like a, a murder mystery, uh-huh. uh, kind of deal. Um. I, I I thought it was pretty a pretty good movie. It wasn't great, but it was worth just you know if you just got nothing else, you look for something kind of kind of dark and sinister, and um, I I enjoyed it and and. I like him. That's this is the second movie I've seen that he's kind of the star in.
0: Yeah, he did a uh, uh, shot caller uh, a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple yeah. months ago.
1: yep. And so I just, yeah, I, I kind of like the guy, and um, and so I hope to to see more from him. Um, I think he's a decent actor, and and uh, I I think uh, it's this movie's not nothing super original. Um, as far as a crime thriller, missing girl thing, mm-hmm. and um, and the, the, the title to the movie is I see where they were going with it, but it also was kind of just uh, passed over briefly, um, yeah. in, in the film. Uh, so, but you know, if you're, it's it's short movie too. I think it was only like an hour thirty, hour forty. Oh, yeah. We're checking out.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> you know, that's what's uh, nice about uh, kind of, you know, taking anything from uh, uh, theaters being down, is, you know, a lot more things come to streaming. And now, anymore, I, I really don't, you know, we talked about, was that an HBO, was um the sequel movie, was that an HBO Max release? Was that a theatrical release? Was that an indie movie that just came to HBO? And now, unless it's like, you know, like um, The Little Things or Wonder Woman and they're making a big deal, or if it's an, amp, you know, now anymore, I'm just, it, they're just all streaming movies and it, it does now i i'm more open to just like yeah i'll throw this on yeah, yeah. Yep, well, what's the same what's it gonna cost me I can, I can look at my phone regardless uh last episode uh you know we we, we both watched the little things and we kind of held off on doing it uh you know kind of hold off to this week but uh we you know because we don't want to you know it just come out yeah that was my kind of takeaway that i liked it but i liked it for like an at-home movie where i think if i would have I would have been disappointed had I gone to the theater, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you bit. on that. It would have.
0: Been. But because it was like it was a Friday night and, you know, me and my wife could just sit at home, order a pizza, you know, watch this little. It kind of felt like a 90s. Like it kind of felt like a like a long came a spider, or one of those 90s bone collector type movies. And so it was fun. But it didn't have to be like some innovative new, you know, new take on anything or have to completely, like, blow me away. And I was just like, yeah, we'll throw this on a Friday night. Why not?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I <laughs> hey, think, with, you know, that movie, it, it uh, I feel that movie is, it's been a couple weeks now, maybe we can talk a little more openly about it. It. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely, like, was trying to be this Generation 7, I thought. Yeah. And, and it definitely got
0: some 7 vibes.
1: Yeah, and it, it didn't really, it, I enjoyed it, but it, it, it wasn't at that level. And <clears throat> no. You know, we've talked about Rami Malik, We won't go too much more into Rami Malik <laughs> But yeah. not only the acting, but his character, I was like, what kind of dumbass? Just like, no, no, nothing believable at all about him ending up out in the middle of nowhere with that guy digging holes. That's all. No,
0: it no. like, like the that was just so,
1: Yeah, that was so stupid. I'm like, this is and I and, and that's kind of where the movie kind of fell apart for me
0: yeah uh it's yeah you know, i i liked some aspects of it i kind of like the um uh, you know the vagueness of of the ending and yeah you know, I, I i did i like the performances i i thought jared leto was uh very creepy, it was creepy you know? yeah. He was creepy yeah denzel's always just good in anything you know on on screen but i just kind of thought the the story itself was kind of weak and i thought the characters were, were weak and um yeah, you, know, you you'd like to see a little more when you when you you know have like a Denzel Jared Leto crime movie. It's just Yeah. It'd be nice if it was closer to seven where I kinda of feel like, oh, this is more of a um maybe more of like a Alex Cru-, you know, like, like in a long hand of spider, where it's like, it's fine, but completely kind of forgettable crime yep. thriller. Yep, I, I agree. Is with it a neo noir? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know if it's a, you know, maybe some of uh, uh, the decisions. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of gray area in this movie, but uh, I don't know if it's necessarily people screwing over everybody. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. And then to round out what I watched, um, kicked it old school, went with another Harrison Ford. Watched The Devil's Own, uh-huh. nineteen ninety seven.
0: Is that that was a rewatch?
1: Yeah, that was uh, no, actually no. I had not seen it before. Oh, actually, I had never seen it, and it was kind of just. I think it came across like my Amazon feed or something, and I thought, you know, I don't think I actually ever saw that movie, and I at least I did not remember seeing it, and yeah, so yeah, I fired it up, and uh, I mean I enjoyed it. It, It's those those nineties. The, the, those those 90s cop movies just uh, uh there's like a it must it must be 90 the 90s especially they just don't age or if you have something like an 80s movie or a 70s cop movie they, there's a certain nostalgia that is fun when you watch them yeah. um but watching the 90s uh, like that, and then you know, watching you know, last week I watched Patriot Games. Like, man, they just don't uh, don't thrill. <laughs> but Brad Pitt can really do a good Irish accent.
0: Yeah. Oh, we well, we seen that in um, uh, Snatch. You know, the, the, the guy can throw yeah. himself into a character.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. but yeah, it, it's a it's a. I thought it, I think it's a good movie, but uh, yeah, not not. I I wouldn't choose to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I
0: uh I almost sent you some breaking news last week, but uh, it was coming out It was it was actually Super Bowl Sunday, and I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna give Mike a day before I message him, and then I just forgot. <laughs> uh, are you, are you familiar with a movie coming out called Without Remorse? No. Uh, let me let me let me just break. Uh, I was gonna because it was like it was a couple of our worlds, our, our recent worlds colliding. Uh, it's it's coming to Amazon April thirtieth. It stars Michael B. Jordan. It is based on a Tom Clancy novel and written by taylor sheridan for screen
1: oh it's gonna be awesome isn't it
0: oh yeah i'm I, i'm i'm in I, there's no trailer or anything i i just saw um the news that it was coming and uh there, there's a poster and that, that, that's all the information i got michael b jordan tom clancy taylor sheridan
1: so is it- but it's not a, he's not a Jack Ryan. He's a different no, character. No, no,
0: he plays, yeah, it's it's a different character. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's like a Marine uh, who's taking down like a drug dealer. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm trying to think what his character Navy name is. Um, John Clark. But yeah, it says uh, a former Navy SEAL turned CIA operative, seek reve- seeks revenge after his girlfriend is killed by a Baltimore drug lord.
1: Oh, man, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. So look forward to that April 30th. Wow.
0: Finish out your Tom Clancy, uh, you know, viewing.
1: I just looked it up on IMDb, and it it, it is titled Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Yeah, on,
0: on the poster, I, I didn't see it on MTV, but on the poster, Tom Clancy's name is uh, front and center and says, from the author of Rainbow Six. So much like the video game, they want, they're want they trying to grab that audience. Yeah. Maybe they listened to last week's they, episode. I think they listened to the show. And learns like, oh, we, we got to get the Rainbow Six crowd.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'm stoked. That looks awesome.
0: Oh. Uh, so outside, you know, the breaking news, I, I – I, 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 very short week of movie watching for me um I watched a, I watched an HBO Max original myself I watched uh, Seth uh, Rogan's uh, the American pickle oh yeah and, yeah. and American pickle um it, it, it really it, I like the beginning of it and it's one of those like oh I think they had a really cool co- like a really funny concept and then it just fell apart at the end because uh, uh-huh. then it just gets ridiculous and um you know the idea I uh, don't they you know Seth Rogan falls inside a batch of pickles in the 1900s and he wakes up in modern day. And I, it, I think it would have been more fun to kind of explore that, like, oh, look at all this technology kind of thing. But instead it turns into, like, just a different type of movie um, altogether. So yeah, it, was, it was all right. It w- wasn't my favorite. Um, not as funny um, as maybe you'd expect from a Seth Rogen vehicle. Though, Seth Rogen, good actor, you know? I, I, yeah, he's not going to win an award for American Pickle, but, you know, a
1: little more range than usual in that.
0: Yeah, and there's some emotional, at, you know, parts of this movie, and uh, I think he pulls them off, pulls it off pretty well. Uh, did a rewatch. This is on the Peacock network, uh, so I watched it with commercials and on all. Uh, I watched 2008 uh, in Bruges.
1: Oh yeah, that you know yeah, that's think, a good one for commercials actually. Oh yeah, you know because you've seen it, it before. Face, so you, you yes. get a, yeah, get a get a snack or yeah. So, uh,
0: yeah, just a uh, great movie, f- fan of that movie. Um, and then just one other, uh, so new new to HBO, uh, just came out, so, you know, we won't give too much. Uh, but uh, I watched uh, Judas and the Black Messiah.
1: Oh, uh, is that the uh, Black Panther? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to check that one out.
0: Yeah, it's um, not, oh, I'm trying to find the runtime. I think, I think that was my only, it's 125, so just uh, just a tad over two hours. Um, great performances by Daniel Kaluuya and uh, Lakeith uh, Stanfeld.
1: Lakeith uh, Stanfield's coming up, man.
0: Yeah, guys. Uh, I I I think he is the the star. You know, I, if you created act, you know, acting categories of where these guys would be nominated, you know, he's the star of this movie. Um, and uh, yeah, he's great. Uh, he, he's really great. And then Daniel Kaluuya from uh, Get Out and uh, Widows. Um, he's fantastic in this too. So two lead performances. Uh, it's really what the movie center is really centered on these two guys. Uh, and then Jesse Plemons shows up and he's always great in everything. Yeah. So <laughs> He's uh,
1: always a treat, isn't he?
0: Yeah. The performances <laughs> are really good in this movie. Um,
1: cool. I, I am and really I learned something. Watching that.
0: So, yeah. Um, good, good watch for, uh, you know, black history. Go ahead and learn something. Uh, yeah, sure. If you're not too familiar as I was not. You know. Cool. And that's it. Yeah. So, um, Mostly enjoyed what I watched. Uh, you know, the American Pickle. You know, I, I might have paused it a few times. I, I, I might have taken, taken a couple breaks.
1: Um, <laughs> that one could use what? commercials, huh?
0: Yeah, that, that one could have been on the Peacock
1: Network. <laughs> um, I Can I uh, mention one thing about that? Yeah. I just checked out that uh, Tom Clancy's you No know, Without Remorse uh, yeah. directed by the same guy did Sicario 2. So not just Taylor Sheridan. We got the director involved. Sicario oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, that's gonna be that's gonna be a hit it's gonna be a hit you heard it here first yeah <laughs> you know i think
0: i i don't have the data to back this up but out of the streaming services you got your netflix you got your hulu you got your amazon prime i guess hbo max we'll, we'll, we'll throw it in there i'd say those are the big four i think yeah. i i like an amazon original movie i i'm more inclined to like click on that then, like, Netflix just throwing a – like, for every um, Triple Frontier, there are th- – there's these, like, uh, Beyond the Wire movies, and I'm just like – I don't know if I'm going to click on that.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: But an Amazon original uh, – and really probably just because uh, I'm very excited for this, and then I liked uh, One Night in Miami. Uh, I feel like they, you know – the they, they make legit movies. Maybe they make less of them, or the less are just being uh, advertised to me. But
1: um... yeah, and you know, and they have you know, like they had the I hadn't I haven't seen it yet, but they had Manchester by the Sea. You know, it was an Academy mm-hmm. Award winning Amazon. Uh, movie. They just yeah, big They stick, just seem you know? to have a little you know a little higher quality over quantity, where Netflix is just buying every single thing they can get their hands on. Yeah, which is fine. I mean. Mm-hmm.
0: We need content more than yeah. more than ever. Yep. And then, you know, Hulu, um, I don't know how much original content, you know, they have that, uh, uh, I don't know if they call it, their it, is it called After Dark, or Hulu the Darker, they have like a horror line, I haven't dipped into any of those, but I know that, yeah. that they pump, pump out a lot of horror movies, and then outside of that, the only other thing I know they did was Palm Springs, and that was a great movie.
1: That was That was a fun movie, yeah. So as far as I'm concerned, Hulu's one for one. I kind of I kind of wish some of these bigger four would would buy up these small things like you know Hulu's got their their After Dark why don't they just buy Shutter? Oh yeah, that would be, you know I, I yeah yeah why you why can't a Shutter movie just come to Hulu and yeah I know, mean premiere that there, there. there's there's no way Shudder is is making money hand over fist like like these guys so why don't they just sell it's one of these bigger companies, uh, you know. Who wants to invest in in, in the scary movie? Well, then do it. Yeah, just bundle and, it yeah, up. And, yeah, yeah. I, I just I get I get so frustrated looking to stream movies and and oh, you got to have a subscription to this. And you can always get a seven day free subscription to anything. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, it's this little thing I've never heard of. Or like, come on, let's like uh, let's consolidate here a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'd you like to see. It. I hear that you know sh- some some of the Shudder originals. Uh, there was the one that's all done over Zoom. Um, from other podcasts I listened to, they're just you're like, no, that was the best horror movie of the year. It was just this uh, seventy-minute Zoom horror movie. Um,
1: and eighteen. Yeah, saw so
0: <laughs> yeah, so Shudder, it's five ninety-nine a month. I just yeah, just bundle that with with Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, ha- have its own little section. And, you know, you see that now with uh, uh, Paramount. Uh, so that just looks like it's CBS All Access and coming together with, like, Universal or Par- Paramount. I-, I don't know what it is, but, it just, yeah, it just seems like. They're just, it's it's they're like C-
1: it's CBS All Access rebranding. Yeah. And then why are we adding a plus to everything? Is it called Paramount Plus? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Paramount Plus, yes. weird. CBS like, All Access is changing to that? Paramount Plus. Like
0: why? Disney did that, or Disney, and it's like, okay, that's Disney's thing. You and then, why,
1: and then why does HBO have HBO Max when there was HBO now or whatever, right? Like, and then oh, my the subscription just transferred stuff. over. It didn't go up. It didn't change. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. I don't. Yeah. Know. I, I I'm not a businessman, so I should shut yeah. up. <laughs> but it
0: would be nice if I didn't have to pay five nine nine for Shutter, and it was just available on something I'm already paying for. Yeah yeah uh speaking of horror movies and and what's streaming we, we watched two horror movies uh appropriate for the time period and both you can find streaming uh if you have the uh uh the required services uh we watched 2009's remake to 1981's my bloody valentine uh the first my bloody valentine is oh i have to turn my mouse back on um It is a 1981 Canadian slasher film directed by George Malacca. It stars Paul Kelman, Laurie Hallier, Neil Affleck. Um, It is – oh, so you might notice some changes this week, Mike. Uh, Okay. Nothing drastic. I didn't change the the whole aspect of the show. I'm going to give a longer synopsis. You just jump in whenever if something – yeah, I'm not going to do spoilers or anything. I'm just going to read a longer synopsis. and If if anything uh, strikes you, just interrupt me
1: okay is neil affleck related to ben
0: i didn't do research but it doesn't look like it because uh, this is it this is all he does
1: what about casey
0: he might be related to casey. <laughs> he's casey's brother but not, not not related to ben uh so in the town of valentine's bluff a canadian mining town uh, mayor haniger reinstates the traditional valentine's day dance which has been suspended for 20 years after an accident which uh where two supervisors left several miners in the mines to attend the dance. Um, there was an explosion. It trapped the miners, and uh, Harry Warden, the only survivor, re- resorted to cannibalism to survive and went insane. Uh, the next year, he escaped his mental institute where he was um, – right, he, he escaped a mental institute. Is that what he did?
1: Uh, what In the original?
0: was there a Yeah, in, was? in the original – I'm trying to think. He, so he comes back a year later. Um, what we'll kind of get this when we talk about the re- in Yeah, the yeah, he age, was, yeah, he
1: yeah he wasn't a mental institute. Yeah, because okay. he, yeah, uh, he he survived the ordeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he goes insane from having to resort to cannibalism. A year later on Valentine's Day, he breaks out of his asylum and uh, kills the two supervisors who left him there, uh, and then vowed that further attacks would occur if the Valentine's dance ever happened again he really blamed the valentine's day dance
1: yeah for, yeah uh, so so it, for what he, happened he was pissed at the supervisors but i mean y- you know that's a that's a pretty uh it's a pretty woke uh murderer you know he saw the greater picture it wasn't just yeah. these two guys it was the, it was the it was the celebration of yeah. of the hallmark uh hallmark invented uh holiday though
0: you know I feel like Harry Warden was okay with like giving out cards and candy. It was really just the idea of dancing. <laughs>
1: he, it was, you know, Harry Warden could have been in this or he could have been in Footloose, you know. Yeah, could have been John Lithgow. Uh,
0: and, and we know because uh, we assume that the town of Valentine Bluff has valentine's day every year but it's not until 20 years later that they decide let's have the dance one more time uh we meet a group of young residents who are all excited about the dance um included in the group uh sarah axel the mayor's son tj uh and those three are all involved in a love triangle tj had been gone for several years and is now uh he's he's returned uh only to find that his former girlfriend sarah is now with axel uh who who is who's a minor um uh as they're leading up to the dance mayor hanniger and the town's police chief jake newby uh, receive an anonymous box of valentine chocolate containing a human heart and a note warning that murders will begin if the dance proceeds uh after a, another murder uh, is uncovered uh, newby contacts the mental institution where harry warden was incarcerated but they have no record of them uh, so this leads them to cancel the dance but of course the town youngsters decide to hold their own party at the Mine, and now Mayhem Ensues. Uh, was this your first time watching My Bloody Valentine?
1: Yes, it was. It was my first. Yeah.
0: What did what, what'd you, what'd you think upon this, this watch? And of course, this is streaming on uh, Amazon Prime, if uh, anybody feels so inclined to, to watch.
1: Yeah, so, you know, it kind of, uh, I, I was really excited to watch it after, you know, last week we talked about what we were going to do, and I watched the trailer, and I thought, wow, that looks just fun. Mm-hmm. and it it to me it, it was fun i wasn't expecting it um to be so so damn bloody i mean it it is brutal it's right there in the title it, it is brutal and but i mean it surprised you yeah. yeah i mean watch you know watch halloween and, and friday the 13th and and you know these slasher movies and they are not near the as gory as this movie i thought yeah I, i'm curious so
0: one of the so this became a kind of a cult classic uh and one of the reputations the got is that this movie was heavily edited by the mpaa i'm curious what version we saw on amazon or is it even bloodier if there's some sort of uncut version
1: um, i have a feeling that there i would actually be interested th- i'm not usually one for director's cuts or whatever i don't care that much mm-hmm. um I wouldn't mind seeing some sort of special edition uncut of this. So,
0: well, so if you're – so Scream Factory just released a, a steel book on Halloween – or Valentine's Day of 1981's My Blade Valentine. And one of the – when you go to the website, it is it says the full uncut version. Uh, oh, I wonder how much longer it is and what. So I – it was nine minutes were cut from the original version.
1: Ah, uh, that – that's a uh, – that's a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, you see a director's guys like ah, you know, additional scenes. It's like well, it accounted for like two minutes, you know. It, it it's shortening up certain scenes, but nine minutes of and if if it's the nine minutes that were cut, that's a lot of that's a lot of gore and violence to cut from a movie. Yeah, you know, you know, a, a death scene lasts all of like ten seconds in a movie. To, so to cut nine minutes seems uh seems like a lot.
1: That that is a that is a lot, and and this movie had some uh that's some pretty, pretty righteous, uh, uh, creative kills.
0: Yeah. You know, 1981, um, I, I, I also kind of like, really like this movie. You know, maybe the acting wasn't great. The story was kind of whatever. Um, I, it's funny that it, it, this, and it's the remaker called my bloody Valentine. And really it was like, this is a mining movie. This could really be, be about just miners. <laughs> You can take the holiday out of this. And it's just, yeah. uh, the killer himself is, is very cool looking. Uh, he's right up there with a Freddy Krueger or or a Jason Voorhees. like the minor outfit.
1: I really, l- I really like the minor outfit. I like the headlight on all the time. Yeah.
0: Uh, pickaxe, you know, he, he has his yeah. weapon, um, his, his main go-to weapon. Uh, but then
1: and it's got a Darth Vader vibe, you know, with the breathing. Yeah.
0: The heavy breathing. And then, uh, it has a lot of creative so this is 1901 friday 13 came out 1980 um this really just kind of knew what it was and says yeah this is a slasher movie and it's really about the creative kills um yeah. you know kind of you see that with like uh, like saw like the saw movies that are all about like oh okay how how's he gonna kill this guy um where I kind of feel like the Jason movies, you know, there there's Kevin Bacon getting stabbed with the arrow through the bed, and that's kind of a cool practical effect. I feel like this movie really was like, okay, each kill needs to be unique, um, and, and really set out to do that, and so in that it was a very fun slasher movie.
1: It was, and it you know it it has uh, one of those classic slasher movie openings with the uh, I didn't really understand it too much, no, but like I was the beautiful does that woman take place? in Is the that- mind, yeah. The, that was my thing. Like, what? When? When is that? And yeah. I was confused by it, but I, but I liked it. <laughs> um, and the you, so, you know, the acting wasn't wasn't spec. It wasn't spectacularly acted, but um, it it kind of it was a B movie, and they knew it was a B movie, but they didn't like camp it up.
0: Yeah, and you know, and the acting wasn't great but there is something about these styles of movies i really like where i just feel they, they feel so like gritty and like homemade like you, yeah. you know the budget wasn't huge on this and it just these type of movies have a feel where it's just like they got a director they got a crew they got some local actors and everyone's just trying their best to make a really good movie and i i, I like that feel uh
1: yeah that's exactly you're right it, it has that yeah that feel exactly yeah yeah
0: uh yeah so uh flash forward 2009 it, it's cold day we're, we're in a we're in an era uh where we're really seeing a lot of horror remakes and we, we've done a couple on the show um this is an era i think texas chainsaw massacre might have kicked this off but you know we get our nightmare on elm street remake which we've done uh friday the 13th is, is remade during this time we're getting a lot of um lesser known remakes of the 80s this is where we get like uh, prom night, stepfather, the hitcher. Um, you know, Suspiria comes out this time, or not, Sus- yeah, Suspiria. No,
1: what's the shiloh buff movie? Uh, Suburbia, or Suburbia, which is kind of like a rear window. No, not which, you know, Suburbia, it's a... but is it called it, Suburbia? It... Gosh, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah,
0: we liked it. Go back and check out the episode. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I, I've kind of dubbed this you know, the MTV remake uh, of, of horror movies, and My Bloody Valentine gets um, tossed in there. Had, had you seen this prior to doing it for the show?
1: No, I have not.
0: Do, 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 does it have any reputation? Do, do you know, did you know anything about it going in?
1: I, I knew it was on the uh, – I believe it was the tail end of the big 3D movie push. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that. I, I knew it had something to do with 3D – because I remember a big to-do about a pickaxe being thrown, and it looks like it's coming at your head. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah. that, other than that, I, had, I, had, you know, I knew it existed. I knew it was a remake of a slasher movie. I knew it was in, in the theaters in 3D, and it was kind of on the cusp of uh, you know, the, the, the tech companies trying to push uh, 3D televisions and stuff, because that just wasn't happening
0: right yeah so 2009 um the film was so the official title my bloody valentine 3d um it was the first r-rated film to be projected in real d technology and to have a wide release
1: so uh, it was at the beginning of the 3d push
0: this probably comes after like the action movie 3d and you know i think maybe uh during that time 3d was maybe more pg-13 yeah, they, they wanted a lot of people to to have more families. Maybe yeah. this was the first R-rated where there's like, yeah, no, this is just for a, a select audience.
1: Is this is the same year Avatar came out in 2009 <clears throat> too. So oh, maybe, maybe this you know, was maybe, like the yeah, start of yeah, maybe kicking TV it off. Movement.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to jump too far ahead of my questions, but um, I mean, better movie, Avatar, My Bloody Valentine 3D. You know, we're, we're gonna find out. We're we're gonna go through <laughs> it. <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I gotta, gotta drink some drink some more drink. <clears throat> <clears throat> all right, My Bloody Valentine, 2009. Um, uh, it was directed by Patrick Lussier and stars uh, Jensen Ackles, Jamie King, Kerr Smith, uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Ty. Uh, and to answer the question, I just asked Mike. I I knew nothing about this movie. I knew it was in 3D. <clears throat> I kind of just lumped it in with all those other. Movies I kind of dismiss of just like, oh, they're not good. They got a bunch of, like, pretty people from, like, CW shows. and Yeah, Yeah, sci-fi originals kind of thing. Yes. Um, Which is sad. Uh, You know, the the, the lead, Jensen Ackles, uh, is from Supernatural. Uh, Kurt Smith was on Dawson's Creek. Uh, You know, so it kind of does follow that trend of just like, yeah, these are just, like, hot young new actors um, that are on television. And they're going to be in a remake of a horror movie from the 80s. Yeah.
1: Um well Jamie King, wasn't she in some things?
0: She's in Sin City. So I this I I don't know, I guess this would be after Sin City, uh, and then shows up again in Sin City Dame to, to Kill for. it Outside of that, I'm not too f- sure what else she was in.
1: Yeah.
0: But uh I, yeah I, we,
1: I had thought Jamie King was like one of those up and comers at one point, but just didn't get all the way up, but uh right. maybe I'm just thinking of her for being in, in Sin City
0: yeah uh so this movie uh you know opens uh with uh credits playing over news clippings so i want to i I know mike's a big fan of news information about the film being shown to us in newspapers that it's blown through the wind how do you feel about movies
1: opening with uh clips i loved it mark i uh i paused and i read everything i possibly could (laughs) you you read the full articles yeah i did i did (laughs) it was awesome uh (laughs) <laughs> in a in a theater it would have been tough but being right. at home I'm like you know i'm gonna pause and read these
0: Well, <laughs> those 3d i mean th- those articles might have just came right in front of your
1: face yeah it would have just hit me in the right in the eye yeah <laughs> uh
0: so during yeah, that we fan learned, of
1: that yep definitely fan of that yes
0: uh, maybe mike should sh- shed more information so so what i learned was that on valentine's day six miners were trapped underground by an explosion uh, at the haniger mine in the mining community of harmony uh pennsylvania Uh, By the time the rescuers were able to reach them, only one person survives. That's Harry Warden, much like the original. Um, They find him comatose. Instead of turning to cannibalism, however, Harry uh, resorted to killing the other miners to conserve oxygen. Right. Uh, Further investigation reveals that Warden... um, Okay, yep. Yep. So Tom Hanniger, who's the son of the Miners owner, played by uh, Jensen Ackles, is blamed for the explosion as he forgot to vent the methane lines that caused the collapse. Uh, One year later, Warden awakens from his coma. So, again, that's where I was confused with the original. This one, he's in a coma. He wakes up. He murders the hospital staff and patients, um, leaves a victim's heart in a box of chocolate that the sheriff comes across, uh, that same night, Tom, his girlfriend, Sarah, uh, played by Jamie King, their friend, Irene, Axel, uh, other teenagers, they're all partying inside the mine on Valentine's Day, uh, where Horden, uh, Warden, now wearing the mining gear and the gas mask, attacks them with a the pickaxe. Sarah, Irene, Axel, they escape, but Tom's left behind with Warden, uh, before Warden can kill him, Sheriff Burke arrives and, uh, shoots him, uh, but Warden staggers deeper away into the mine. Um. Then, instead of 20 years later, we just – 10 years. We shorten it up. You can't age (laughs) these actors too much. Uh, They did give Axel a scraggly beard to know that time has passed.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: (laughs) Tom returns to Harmony uh, after his father's dies. Uh, He's selling the mine, which angers uh, Ben Foley, who's the mine manager. Uh, Axel's now the town sheriff. He's married to Sarah, but he's having an affair with her coworker, Uh, so it's a big – it's a big love triangle, Max, with, with Tom now re-entering the fold. Yeah, maybe it uh, is a neo noir. <laughs> shit. This might be, yeah. They they call it a neo slasher, <laughs> but this might be a neo noir. Uh, if this was more centered on the sheriff, would that have kind of pushed us more to noir territory?
1: Maybe, yeah. So a little more yeah.
0: invested towards, or not the sheriff, the, the old sheriff. If Sheriff Burke, had, if he's the one kind of, you know, being brought back into this. Um, At the motel where Tom is staying, a mass assailant murders uh, three people, including Irene. Uh, Camera footage from the scene reveals that the killer was dressed as the miner. So this starts the town uh, with rumors rampant that Harry Warden is back. Um, uh, Later, Tom's attacked by the miner in the mine, and he now believes that Warden is back as well. Uh, But Axel reveals that Foley, Burke, they killed Warden and buried him in a grave, though now his grave's empty. So... We don't know where Warden is. Uh, The body count, more people continue to die. There's more chocolate boxes with hearts in them. uh, And now (laughs) everyone's kind of being a suspect of everyone else, is being suspicious of everyone else. Uh, We'll just start with the positives. What what worked for you with uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D?
1: Um, What worked was there there were um, a lot of creative kills again. Uh, Well, maybe creative is not the right word. Uh, lots of different kills. Some very grotesque. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, so I, I like that. I mean, it was a straight-up, we're going to kill some people.
0: A lot of very eye-centered attacks, uh, which always makes me a little queasy. But yeah, yeah, I like that they didn't, you know, this didn't steer too far into, like, hostile territory, where it was, like, gross torture porn. But it was graphic
1: yeah yeah um i i also enjoyed um i when i first watched it i don't think i enjoyed it but since you kind of went over it again in the synopsis i think maybe i actually am gonna change my thought on this we kind of had like two intros uh it had like a had like a false start right
0: yeah i i think that the uh yeah you get the news clippings uh and then there's the hospital, and then it goes to yeah. the mine, and then after that, then we actually get, then it's My Bloody Valentine. Pop,
1: yeah, you know, so, so we don't get the yeah, so title until after those two massacres. We get the the hospital massacre. Yeah, and then and then, and then we're at, kids are partying at the mine, and then it goes ten years later. I mean, yeah, I, it is right, right, just the like The kind of starts.
0: Yeah. starts twenty years later, and then we we get backfilled through, like, urban legend of um, what happened 20 years ago.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I didn't see this in 3D. I don't have a 3D television. HBO Max uh, was not showing this in 3D. I feel like this would have looked kind of cool in 3D. I, I, I think I think it would have been a it fun not yeah. yeah. I don't think, you know, I watched uh, Friday the 13th uh, 3D, and of course that movie was made in, like, 1984, so I can't hold too much against it, but, you know, I think they were, some of the stuff was very silly, and, uh, I don't know the parts that you could tell were made for 3D. I, I was kind of wild. I was like, yeah, that probably would have looked pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it definitely would have had the shock factor. Uh, and you know, and the, but doesn't first... take away that we're not seeing 3D. Yeah, you know, I I could tell what was supposed to be the the big 3D focal point. Um, it was obvious, but it I don't think it took you know not watching in 3D didn't really take away from the movie. You were just yeah. like, oh wow, yeah, that guy's eyeball would have looked like he was in my eyeball, that kind of thing. <laughs> which, yeah. yeah, which was yeah. kind of, which was kind of fun to think about. Like, oh, oh yeah, that would have been, that would have been crazy looking in 3D. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, so this movie, it's it's uh, 12 years old, but uh, maybe we'll save like talking about the the endings uh for another cat you know we'll we'll move that later in the show we will give a spoiler warning but i i like some of the more you know some of the changes they made i i thought some of the changes they made from the original were were effective And so like having just watched the original and watching this it it, what you know this isn't a a direct remake and i I, some of the choices they made i feel like uh you know it it worked out for for the film
1: yeah i think you're right i think artistically the 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 change of you know, some of the surprise stuff does, it does work. Oh um, yeah. And, and then, uh, yeah, I think you're right. It for, for a remake and it's not a shot for shot. Uh, yeah.
0: And then, uh, you know, the other standout out for me was just the, the minor in this just that is a cool killer. And I'm, I don't know why this was such, you know, this, this was such a cult hit. I'm just surprised that it took, um, Eighteen years, or right? 20, no, wait, wait. nineteen eighty-one to two thousand nine—that's uh, it's twenty some years. Twenty, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, almost thirty. Right? So twenty-eight years later, I'm—I was just surprised that there weren't more My Bloody Valentine movies because it just seemed like that should be such an iconic killer. Because he just, to me, he just looks very cool.
1: Yeah, and I, I I thought so too because I you know at the end of the original the way that ends I thought oh is there a series of these and yeah uh, and there's not but I mean that you know it, but at the time too you know you your your slasher villain scene may have been saturated was there room for another one
0: Yeah yeah you're right maybe you know you, you don't have as much um... You know, now we get so many movies where, yeah, you just get a saw every year. uh You know, they just, like, pump these out. And and now and now you have streaming, too. So, you know, now if they want to make My Bloody Valentine, this is the thing. Shudder could just put these out every year. Yeah. Which eventually will be owned by Hulu. And then we can see it on Hulu every year. uh But, uh, yeah, maybe at the time, just, you know, there wasn't that direct-to-video market. And so just maybe not room for, you know, you had a Friday the 13th coming out every year. And then, so it's like, well, how many sequels? back in the 80s, did you want to see? Right. Uh, who knows? Um, what, uh, what didn't work?
1: Um, honestly, I thought, I thought there was some gratuitous nudity that was unnecessary. Uh, I don't think that would have played off well in 3D. Um, <laughs> and I, it was just, it just kept like going on and on. You know, I, I, I admire the human body like any other person, but uh. So enough was enough on that. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, uh, the actress uh, Betsy Rue, gorgeous, looked like she she did her um, exercises. Yeah, prepare for this. She, yep, she
1: she did some Pilates and all that. It, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it is unnecessary. It, it, it's gratuitous, and I, it just you know why they make that decision to do that, and it, it just I don't know, it just kind of feels like sleazy. To do, you know, nudity has its place in films and, you know, sex scenes occur. But just to have such a prolonged, unnecessary one just seemed like that was for such like a bro audience. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's like, oh, we're going to get the young guys in where it's like, oh, well, I'm an adult man who could just enjoy, uh, you know, a horror movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, make it for everybody. You know, do. Yeah. yeah, You're going to get the 19 year old males who are going to like my bloody Valentine, but it's called my bloody Valentine. You, you think the teen, you know, the, the 19 year old uh, women want to go see that, you know, for nine minutes.
1: And I, I'm not I'm never really a big fan of full kind Yeah. Stuff. And and so I I feel like, you know, the, the writers and producers are like, well, you know what? The original didn't have was tits. Yeah. But this is there a 3D was movie. None, right. I so mean, the original, I don't think there was any nudity in the original. Not the not the yeah. theatrical cut. Right. And like, oh, you know what? We're gonna give them some boobs, and since it's 3D, we're gonna give them some of the the under bits too, because it's yeah. 3D. And you know, they didn't zoom in on that or anything. Right. But you know, I'm just like, what's going on with the producers' heads and stuff? That. Yeah. And the editing when they're, you know, what? Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, you know, where we got the camera on this woman for 15 minutes, we're gonna use that whole 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I I found that a little absurd. Yeah, it's again if, if it makes if
0: nudity makes sense in a, in a movie, like it's fine if it makes sense for the character to be nude. This was just so completely unnecessary that that woman wouldn't have put a t shirt or a robe on to go do what she did. That she could have just grabbed her jacket to chase the, the truck around to the parking lot, but instead, yeah, it, you know, we, we don't we're not with that character very long. We we you know we don't get to know her at all, but this idea that like oh no she was just falling out in the nude in the middle of the night, um yeah just is is unnecessary.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then you know the the, the intro of this movie in the hospital, uh there's not really any there, there's not really a supernatural element to this movie. No. And yeah. but. The way he massacred like this whole staff of a hospital just it was so over the top. You don't see it; you just see you just see the you know the chaos that he leaves. Oh, he, he like
0: one he, person's like cut in half.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, there's no like superpowers to him. So how I, I just thought that's a, that's ridiculous.
0: You know, and unlike the original, who the guy was in asylum, we could just assume he's been doing push-ups the whole time. This guy yeah. was comatose, comatose, his muscle, you know, atrophy, yeah. Entropy, yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't got the muscle strength to tear someone in half. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was an interesting change to make him be in a coma, and then to have in the original, you know, he kills two people. You know, he wakes up a year, or you know, he breaks out a year later. He, he kills the two people that he blamed for um, the cave in. In this one, I think the news report, you, you know, you, you read all the articles. It was like twenty two people in the beginning, yeah. of the movie. Uh, and that's you know, hospital and the people at the party uh that's a lot that's a you know this has a huge body count based on uh what they tell us <laughs> yeah um i you know, this movie uh there, there's a lot i liked a lot I, you know the, the kills i really liked i i really dug like the last 45 minutes of this movie um one thing i really liked from the original that i wish this movie had was i i just liked all the characters from the original uh i just gotta feel like they're like yeah these were just these are these are Young people in a small town who just want to party. Uh, There's there a little more humor.
1: Uh, yeah, to you're the right. First one. There's not. We don't have the zany guy. Or, no. It,
0: yeah, every character in this one, I just the, the no one's really likable in this, and everyone's just kind of brooding and 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 uh, sad. Uh, yeah,
1: you're right. The original, I you know, you, I really did like the other miners. Yeah. I like yeah, the guy with the crazy mustache, and then you got the zany guy, and
0: yeah, the man. girls, you know, who just you know, they wanted to, you know, they just seem like, you know, fun girls who wanted to have a Valentine's party, who yeah, you know, maybe they, they, they were to a to go see the, the
1: the mine. Yeah, you're right. They they really they really uh, cut cut out a lot of the excess not uh, excess characters, but but they they played a, a role in the person. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is this is too much of uh, Axel and too much of Tom yeah um okay okay
0: so i'm going to combine two questions so normally i'd ask you what does this movie do better what does this movie do worse than the original this this is going to be the section there's no title for this section this is this is we're here we're just going to talk about the changes from the original and we can just say what worked and what didn't work so instead of uh, putting it into one um and so maybe this is kind of where we can talk a little more spoilers so uh if you don't if if you just want to see my bloody valentine 2009 maybe maybe stop listening because now we're going to talk about the difference i think one of the big differences was um well i'll start in the beginning they they change it they 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 take out the dance element and it seems like such a minor thing but i kind of wish this one had a dance element and maybe that was kind of more of the what i enjoyed about the first one of like the characters just having fun um I think they needed a Valentine's Day
1: dance. Yeah, the, there was an actual reason for the murderer to, to murder. Yeah, it's uh, it's a
0: silly reason for the murderer to murder, but at least he had a motivation.
1: Yeah, he, he had a reason. He just didn't reappear because...
0: Yeah. Um, if the first one was, uh, you know, I consider more of a mining movie than a Valentine's Day movie, this one <laughs> is definitely more of a mining movie than a Valentine's Day... This, this one really has nothing to do with valentine's day at all
1: yeah the town's not called valentine bluff anymore right it's no yeah it's else, called uh, harmony and it has nothing to do with valentine's day right i don't Except remember for
0: some hearts in chocolate boxes
1: so there are some heart-shaped boxes yeah Yeah.
0: so uh you know, axel's having an affair with megan megan gives him a box of chocolate because valentine's day is coming up
1: yeah that's right that's it, it isn't though. there
0: yeah that's it uh uh, you know Ma- Megan dies in this film and then uh you know we kind of get her you know her kill or the aftermath of her kill and it's kind of you know kind of a cool reveal of like her body and then the you know be mine forever ridden over over her her body which if this killer was more Valentine centered I would get but it made no sense for the minor to do that he's a minor yeah yeah I, I, it's called my bloody valentine i just wish there was more um that val- it was more valentine centered because also the hearts in the box don't make any sense for for this for harry to do uh or for anybody to do
1: yeah that's yeah um valentine by title only <laughs> so i guess when the so in the original movie
0: and so full spoiler from here on out harry warden is the guy who killed the supervisors. We find out that Harry died. Harry's missing from the asylum, but then we find out later, H- Harry died. And the actual murder is Axel, who was a young child of the supervisor. Uh, so it's kind of a whodunit, though, and really, we have no reason to suspect anybody but Harry Warden, because that's who they're telling us it is. Yep. And in this movie, they make it very, they, they tell you, Right away, no, no, Harry Warden's dead. Now you may suspect, oh, but maybe he didn't die because they go to his grave and he's not there. But right away, we're we're kind of led to believe like it's not Harry, it's somebody else. So I feel like the new one is more of a a who done it, which I actually dug that we get that information sooner that oh, it
1: could be someone else. Yeah, you know, and I I agree, and I think they did a they did a really good job at pointing to different suspects. Yeah, throughout, you know, throughout the movie, yeah, yeah, you think
0: it's Tom, you know, he he comes back this when the murders start. You think it's Axel, just because uh, he he's a piece of shit throughout the whole movie. Uh, ben kind of has his, you know, Ben Foley. Uh, he's very mad that the that the mine's going to be sold. Yeah, um, yeah. There's just a few people you can point at. Um, and then uh, you know, I guess be, you know, when the ultimate changes from the originals, they they switch the killer in, in the original it was Axel, and in this movie you find out it's it's Tom's the killer. And I actually really like that change. And because it, it's a remake. So you see the original, you kind of go in like, oh, okay, I know what happens. And I like that uh, it was different.
1: I, I agree. I think that was a, a very good, smart move on them to, I mean, I, I'm not sure how many people went to see this that, I, I'd like to actually see actual numbers. Though. Who went to see this that had actually seen the original? Right, um, But yeah, if for those people it. to kind of to kind of pull a little switcheroo on them, That's it, and it worked. It worked really well. well it, so if you saw the original, you, you, you think it's Axel. And then if you didn't see the
0: original, I still think you, you think it's Axel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a nice move they did is that he's kind of, well, I mean, I guess Sarah, this movie really doesn't have like a lead character. Or like a a, a lead hero, I, I guess it's Sarah. She's you know she's you know the the horror movie final girl, but we don't actually spend a lot of time with it. We time with her. We spend more time with Tom, who turns out he's the killer, which, which is also just different to like we think he's the hero of the movie, and it just turns out he's been the killer the whole time. Uh, and in a lesser movie, I. I didn't have high expectations for this movie, but like the last forty five minutes, and then when they're in the mine and you find out he's the killer, I I thought that was actually very suspenseful
1: and kind of compelling. It was. There was guns pointing and and all kinds of.
0: (laughs) I think you know, Axel's doing a great job when when Tom starts freaking out that Harry's there and he's like shoot him, and Tom just kind of points the flashlight down the thing. We don't see what he's looking at, and he just kind of shakes his head no. I was like, this is this is good.
1: (laughs) it was it was a good a good climax yeah for sure yeah
0: were there, were there any other changes from uh, from the original that, that, that either you liked or you didn't like that they, they decided to go with with 2009
1: um yeah I mean not nothing not to add i I know it really not having like a centralized like dance or party or Valentine's Day celebration really did. Take away from the, the remake, um, because that was a, such a a fun part of the original. Uh, Harry stalking the the te- the old lady who's helping put on the the party, and he turns all the Valentine hearts upside down in the laundromat. Yes, there, there's just some really cool little touches in that movie. Yeah. Um, but to just almost like throw it aside throw some heart-shaped boxes out there a couple times um, that, that was a that was a bummer
0: yeah yeah the dance really just it, it had something to focus on you know in this movie it's really just ah, Tom's back and that, that's kind of the the main thing in the movie you know? and, and then of course then the murders happen and it now kind of turns into this investigation movie where the first one it, it takes place over one day it's Valentine's Day and For most people, most people are clueless of what's going on. Everyone else, you know, and that's what's nice about having the parties. Everyone's getting ready for the party. And so you can kind of just have this killer going around the town. The sheriff's trying to figure it out. But as far as everyone else is concerned, they have no idea what's going on. So they're just going about their business.
1: I, yeah, another change too was, was making Axel the sheriff. Right. And I, and I think that kind of, that might help kind of, red herring him as a possible suspect, uh-huh. um, you know, abusing his power or whatever. And, but, but I, uh, that, that's a change I really enjoyed. It kind of, uh, you know, the, the sheriff in the original just seemed like a podunk shouldn't have been sheriff kind of guy. Right. Uh, so having the, you know, if you, a small town, you got to have a sheriff character and having him be one of the, the main characters and a possible suspect is, was a little better, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and not just have them have him still working in the mine ten years ten years later. Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, not, not a change, but as far as uh, you know, just being a remake, I I did like you know. So this movie does it, it's more it's more modern. than cell phones. It takes place in 2009. Um, there is a some nice uh homage to the original uh the the laundry killing
1: uh yeah that's yep that was it kind of just reused
0: that in in, in a different way you know to to a different person but it just showed up and then uh uh sarah going through um the lock i don't understand the laundry system but i i did like the clothes you know that that happened to the first one with uh, with with a different girl she's going through and all these clothes are falling from hooks um sarah kind of goes through that and it's kind of the same thing happens
1: Oh yeah, the uh, it's like a, a gauntlet of, of mining suits.
0: Yeah, it's like a locker room where people hang up their suits, but then they're on hooks that can like fall down. I don't get
1: it. I don't either. But it's, I'm not a miner. Uh, I, I, yeah. don't understand, I don't I think, understand their I system. You gotta. They really uh, you know, they wanted some miners to come see, so they tried to. to keep it authentic.
0: They want it authentic. The <laughs> last thing they wanted was for miners to see My Bloody Valentine 3D and just sit there with their arms crossed like,
1: that's not how we do it. Where do they so, put their suits? Where yeah. do they put their suits? They don't fit in a locker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that make any sense. Uh, you know, another, you know, throwing off the red hair or, you know, hair, was the fact that we see Tom get attacked by the minor. And so, like, Tom does seem like it did some nice things. You know, Tom's the only, like, kind of the main character we're introduced to. So, just anybody who watches movies goes, Oh, well, he can't be the bad guy because he's the guy we're following. And then we actually yeah. see him confront the minor. And I saw that. Cage. Yeah. And I, in my mind, you know, halfway through the movie, I go, Oh, they should have held off on that because now I know Tom's not the killer. Like, yeah. they should have made it more of a, like, Oh, who, who actually is it? And I felt like they gave that away too soon. And so. After that, I immediately suspect Axel's the killer, and then you know, turns out he's not.
1: It just uh, straight up lied to you. I mean, yeah. that scene is just a lie.
0: It is a lie. It,
1: <laughs> it, it, it didn't
0: happen the way they showed us. Um, does would you like to see a sequel to this movie? 2009's My Bloody
1: Valentine. Oh gosh, I don't. I don't think I do. I, I would like to have seen the minor character developed from the original um but i don't i don't think now is the time that we could do that
0: would you like to see them do like a halloween 2018 where they go this is the sequel to 1979's halloween this is canon <laughs> yeah this is canon and so 2021 they go this is the sequel to 1981's My Boy Valentine. Uh, I, I'd be interested. Axel's I, been in the mine for 40 years.
1: I would be interested, actually, in that. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> He's just a hobo who lives in the mine with one arm. And and, and they decide to have the dance. They, instead of waiting 20 years, they wait 40 years. They're like, well, I think yeah. we're cool to have a dance.
1: And then, nope,
0: here come, here comes Axel.
1: Or it could be a period piece. They could just wait a year and they're going to use the dance to lure him out.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, set in the eighties. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, the eighties yeah. are hot right now.
0: Everyone loves the eighties. Yep. Um, what about another remake to, to this story? It's been 12 years. I feel like this, if they're, you know, now's the time to, if they want to do it, this seems about time that you could do a remake. I, I'd be on. I, I think I'd be on board with a remake. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it. I, I liked my Bloody Valentine 3D, but there are things I wish that they would add. Uh, put the dance back. Make it a little more fun. You know, it's a slasher movie. People are allowed to laugh during these things.
1: Yeah, give it give it a little more comic relief. Yeah. Um,
0: Bring back the hot dog kill.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or just show people eating the hot dogs. Yeah. Oh, that'd be gross.
0: You know. <laughs> After we know that the heart's been boiled in there. Yeah.
1: Uh, what a cool right. lunchroom, too, by the way. Those miners had a sweet lunchroom. Yeah, yeah, they did. Pop machine, pool table. The miners
0: and their digs. Um, do you think the 15 minute nude scene in 2009 was an answer to the shower scene from the original? That they're just like, ah, we showed all these dude, these hunky dudes taking a shower for uh, a minute and a half. So, well, we need to answer back with a 15 yeah, minute. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, do you need to see the original to watch 2009's uh, My Bloody Valentine? Valentine's? I
1: maybe. don't think you do need to see it to know what's going on and, and maybe even enjoy it but i do think if you have seen the original you may enjoy it more uh just because you have these little comparisons to look at
0: yeah and it's not a shot for shot remake it's not the exact same story but there's enough there there's enough familiar there and then the stuff that's new that you know there's just some nice uh nods to the
1: original yeah exactly nods yeah all right good word
0: this is a new question I'm still going to ask, did we need it? But as, as we've discussed on the show, did we need it is almost like a philosophical question. Sure. This one this one's a more definitive answer. This is where we really, this is where we get our tom- t- tomato rating. This is how we get on Rotten Tomatoes, Mike, as official reviewers. <laughs> All right. You've seen My Bloody Valentine, 1981. You've seen My Bloody Valentine 3D, 2009. You're going to rewatch one of these a year from now. Which one are you picking?
1: I'm picking the original.
0: You got an original. Yep. And and you read just enjoyed it more. Is there
1: I I I enjoyed it more, I enjoyed all the all the characters, and I I think you know I just can't get over that ridiculous nude scene in the new one. I, I just you know new a nude scene in a horror movie is it's almost like tradition. But that was just just uh, distracting for me. Yeah, and I I, I like the original for uh, the the straight up reveal at the end, and not like I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the new one too, but the just now we gotta we gotta cut to this montage of what Crazy Boy was seeing when we were seeing this. This is what he was seeing. Yeah, um, it, it's just such a it's it worked, but it was it's cheap to me. Yeah. I I like oh Axel is the son of one of the the original victims. I just like that better. It's more straightforward, and it yeah. makes a little more sense to me. And his motive makes
0: more sense. He yeah. he's you know he he was the son uh, of one of the victims. He's for 20 years he's been cool, and it wasn't until the dance that we say that that's what set him off. Yep. Where this one the motivations the motives it's a little we understand why, or at least I feel like I understand why Tom is the killer because he was traumatized by almost dying. But it also doesn't make sense that he just showed up one day to town as like, all right, I'm gonna start killing people again. Like I I do like that trigger of the dance. That's what started the killings. Not just right. Oh, Tom's back after ten years and uh, he really wants to kill people.
1: Yeah, he's just really messed up. I like Two, that they twofold. Got- he he was he's holding himself responsible and. You know, yeah, and, and yeah. he was almost killed himself. So yeah,
0: I do like the split personality aspect of it—that he's not even aware that he's the killer until the very end. But um, yeah, there is just something neat, uh, cleaner about the the first one, and just like ah, he's he's the son of the victim, and he really thinks it's the, it was the dance is the reason his dad died.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, though that being said. Man, it's tough. I did. I did take a half star off my Letterbox Review because of that gratuitous nude scene. That the really the beginning of this movie, I didn't like that much. And not only is there that nude scene, uh, there's also a little person in the movie, and they. I don't feel like she was used as a prop, which you know, that could always be tricky. But it makes you wonder. It's like, oh, did they just cast an actress who happened to be a little person as this manager, or is that meant for a laugh?
1: I think I. I thought it was meant. As a laugh, kind of. Yeah. Um, well, and
0: just based on the fact that they had, you know, th- this actress be nude for 15 minutes to her death, I wouldn't put it past that. Like, these filmmakers were the type of people who was like, oh, and then there's a little person in the movie.
1: Yeah, the 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 crazy roadside hotel happens to be managed by a little person with a funky dog. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: so that, I, I, I like the last 45, after... After the killing, uh, after the hotel killing, I'm actually really no. After the miner dies in the mine and Tom's locked in the thing. After that, I'm really into this movie. I like the night of where uh, Foley dies, Burke, you know, gets his, and then it Tom and then it's a uh, Tom versus Axel, who's the killer it's at the cabin. But if I am putting one of these on, I'm probably with you. It's going to be the 1981s. just start to finish a more enjoyable movie. Um, it's a more fun slasher movie.
1: Yeah, and it it just kind of has a it's like the origin the, the originality of it is is you know what's going to take me back.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then finally, My Bloody Valentine 2009 uh, 3D. Did we need it? <sighs>
1: I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna say yes, we did, um, just because I think it for for what it is, uh, campy, bloody, action horror. It, it it did it did its part just fine. So yeah, in 2009 they needed some 3D crazy bloody movie. Why not? I
0: i'm with you I, th- I think we did need it uh, from the movies of this era or this type that we d- we've done the show um nightmare on elm street uh amityville horror the ryan Reynolds. i like this more than i like those movies um and this is in a time period where we're getting a lot of these remakes and as far as i've seen this is this is like the best version of what those movies could be it, yeah it, 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 it's the best one of those that i've seen um and, I th- and then the last, you know, 45 minutes of this movie are are good. I I just enjoyed those. If, if I put this on again, I may just fast forward to that part and just watch the last 45 minutes. I don't do that very often with movies, but th- like that, this would be a type of movie. Or if it was on, you know, I don't flip through HBO anymore. But if I did and I was at the part where, um, you know, you're at Foley's house and he and he's sitting there with a the shotgun, I would probably stop and watch it the rest of the
1: way through. I wonder how this went over in two thousand nine. Like, was it a hit?
0: Oh, um, let's see. I got some number. I know sixty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So you know, just got I feel like that's hot, actually high for. That's pretty good for this
1: kind of movie, I think.
0: Yeah, it it had a fourteen million dollar budget. I imagine a lot of that must have gone to the three D technology, and then in the box office grossed a hundred million dollars. Uh, so that seems successful.
1: I mean, sixty-one is. That's into the that's into the fresh tomato, right?
0: Yeah, that's that's fre- It's not certified fresh, but that, that's fresh.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's and, uh. So they, the consensus is good timing on the 3D too. Like, yeah, I mean, huh. yeah.
0: Uh, the Rotten Tomato consensus reading is uh, this gory, senses assaulting slasher film is an unpretentious, effective mix of old school horror stylings and modern 3D technology. Um, and I. would I'd agree. I'd agree on all that. It, I, like, it just does, I like that. Does it is
1: unpretentious. Like yeah, I like that. Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't think they're trying to do anything smart with it. I don't think they're trying to make a statement. I don't think they're trying to reinvent anything. They're just like, no, this is this is a neo slasher. This yeah. is a throwback to the '80s slashers. <laughs> um, yeah. So, *My Little Valentine*, you know, I I, I would definitely. If you're like me, you haven't seen the original, check it out. That's that's where I'd start. But this isn't a bad watch. I, I, I'd recommend people watch it.
1: I, I would be very interested to see the uncut original.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That get, would, get those that extra would interest me. Yeah. I, you know what? I, if I pick up that release, I'll let you know.
1: I'll gladly borrow it. Um, okay.
0: Yeah. If you have thoughts on My Bloody Valentine 3D technology, um, band dances other holiday horror movies that uh you know I, mean, I feel like there's a lot obviously for halloween you have your friday the 13th a lot of christmas stuff but you know the there's only a handful of ones based around valentine's day uh, if you have some other recommendations you know what are some saint patrick's day ones
1: must um, be a real good like uh columbus day one
0: yeah yeah good columbus uh columbus day one maybe a good arbor day you know you don't see a lot of arbor day um Earth Day, that seems like a you know horror movie, yeah. You know? uh, they very very health conscious uh, uh, green killer kills uh, people who don't recycle.
1: Oh, it's that M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, oh, uh, the, happening. the happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh man,
0: he's still at it. He's still he's still at it. That that new movie was it called? Is it just called Old?
1: Is, yeah, the I think the new one looks cool. One yeah. Looks
0: Trailer, but I've been tricked by him before. He had a funny uh, trying to find the thing. It said from okay, so it used to be right. I'm not. it, It was from the twisted mind of M Night Shyamalan. Is that is that right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, so this one says a new trip from. Writer, director, M. Night Shyamalan. I uh, wonder if he's trying to get on, like, like, like a spikely joint. This is this is a new trip. Like, we get uh, it. Shyamalan,
1: he makes trippy movies. Take you on a journey.
0: Yeah, this is, this is, this is a trip. Get, re- get ready for some Shyamalan, some twists and turns. Uh, yeah, you can email us at dbtgpodcast, dbtgpod.com. Find us on Twitter, dbtgpod, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we're there, uh, social media um you know you, you, you can find us anywhere um itunes uh not what is google pod google podcast is that the uh, uh
1: yeah we're on we're on google podcasts
0: google Podcasts, uh, formerly google called, play I think it's
1: just called google podcasts yep. yeah yeah google, yeah, google play on. service is gone but google podcasts mm-hmm. still exists.
0: Uh, stitcher all, all your podcast platforms we're on there you can uh you can rate, review, share, share with a friend. Um, we don't have the next movie lined up. I have really been racking my brain about trying to keep with a the theme of Valentine's Day, and you don't see a lot of a lot of remakes uh, or sequels to, to, yeah. to this particular holiday. So, uh, Mike, and I, we'll we'll we'll, t- we'll wrap off here. We'll we'll get something uh, lined up. Um, till then, it's been uh, don't be that guy. Guy to sequel Remakes.
1: Like a pickaxe through the head. Nothing says date movie like a 3D ride to hell.